once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the trinkle drops of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Jordan, the pensive on her dead gazing, I heard the mother of all of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your also host, Kevin, the who is now reading this of this podcast. <laughs> Wait. He got really insecure at, toward the end of his life, apparently. And he was like, is anyone reading this poem? Because I really hope so. No, maybe it was like one of those letters that you put in the front of your, your dream journal where you're like, <laughs> whoever's reading this, who, who, are, who are you reading this? I'm a I'm a ghost and stuff. Who are you? Don't read my poems. Bad is this bad man's poetry journal. Who are you reading this? Uh, which, uh, as we all know, Walt Whitman is a ghost currently. Um, like a like most a... recently seen as Slimer in the movie oh, Ghostbusters. Oh no, I no, he's a Starcraft ghost. Like he sends nuclear missiles down on people. Oh yeah, or a Halo ghost yeah. too. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people don't realize that Walt Whitman. Uh, his poetry is what powers all of those futuristic space vessels. You know why he's a ghost? Why? He had unfinished business. He couldn't follow himself into the afterlife. What was his unfinished business? I just said he couldn't follow himself into the afterlife. What? I'm, I'm Cause, so confused. Because he loves himself. He sings the body electric. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. He was totally a narcissist. You ruined my joke. I quit this podcast. I'm leaving. <laughs> He's also the original Pokemon master. He's like he had to catch them all. Like he had to take everything and put it inside of himself um, by forcefully eating it. Hey, so um, do you want me to read the rest of Elegy Twenty in a real sultry way? Yeah, get as sultry as you can. Oh my America, my newfound land, my kingdom safest with when with one man manned, my mine of precious stones, my empery, how I am blessed in thus discovering thee. Then where my hand is set, my soul shall be full nakedness, all joys are due to thee. As souls unbodied, bodies unclothed must be to taste whole joys. That's pretty hot, Kevin. Yeah, I could go on. I feel like that might be inappropriate for our podcast. Could be, actually. Do you want me to read mine in, like, a demon voice? I got a little bit of... I mean, I feel like... Yeah, go for it. Oh, years and graves. Oh, air and soil. Oh, my dead and aroma sweet. Exhale them perennial sweet death. Years, (laughs) centuries hence. You sound like sound like a a vocalist for a like a thrashcore band who's war, like gearing up to the chorus. That's that's kind of what I'm going for. I like it. My my only voice that I can really do is my awful prospector. <laughs> Chinkle drops, my blue veins leaving. Who drops to me? Chinkle slow drops. Hold on, is that Heading awful prospector or Bob Dylan? Drops. Or. <laughs> It's Bob Dylan as a prospector. It has <laughs> all of my gold. impressions are the same. That's also my Bill Cosby impression. Kevin, well, that's, that's the thing. Kevin, that sounds like Think half Bob Dylan, half Robin Williams. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh, tambourine man. Oh, yes. Oh, very good. Uh, slap the tambourine man. Oh, oh, Monica Lewinsky, slap my tambourine. <laughs> now, how much Whitman did you guys read? 
growing up? Like, did you ever have to learn it in high school or college? Zero. I, I think read I heard one poem in, in yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read. Was um... it um, "Oh Captain, My Captain"? Did you stand on your desk? Nah, I don't know what it was. No, I think it was the the um, the thing about baseball. Oh yeah, the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, he wrote that. that's right. He wrote the original <laughs> screenplay for the Sandlot. What do you what do you think? Um, what do you guys think the poet warrior would think of these poems? Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, he'd probably love them. There, no, there's not enough peyote. No, you see, I think he'd get high just off of reading them. Oh, okay. Like there's there's so much patriotism to be found. Uh, which, by the way, is the reason why we're reading Walt Whitman. This is our Fourth of July episode. Because he loved America so much. He loved Abe Lincoln. I'm pretty sure my poem is about the Civil War. I think we could all use a bit more, like, deeply romantic, sensual love for America, is what I'm trying to say, which is most of what Leaves of Grass is about. That and, you know, being an amoeba and absorbing everything around us. So you're saying we should all go visit the South, if you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we should do. Okay. Where, uh, it's real, where it's real hot and steamy? Yeah. So we, we hope you all are enjoying your uh, American birthday, um, your freedom holiday. Uh, we didn't really ask for 4th of July questions this time because I was busy and forgot it was coming. Because we didn't plan very uh, well. But, Tyler but hates we've got America. some good ones for you. It's so. true. Yeah. Well, 4th of July is just the build-up for my birthday Tyler, on the can, 5th of July, really. Can we cover really quickly why you hate America? Like, why, after you've suckled on the breast of her po- prosperity, that you've turned your back on her and sold nuclear secrets? Hey, man, I was in D.C. Uh, just, like, a little while ago for a friend of the show, Shannon Burton's wedding, minding my own business, and a bee stung me right in the arm. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> I mean, if you can't handle, you know, getting rid of all the bees, then what can we trust him with? Yeah. I thought he was doing a pretty good job, but evidently they're still around. Look, if we can land a man on the moon, why can't we kill every single one bee that, that's in the world? Oh, the moon landing was fake. I think we all know that. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> get started with some truth. Throw some truth bombs on you. So as you probably gathered, this is our Verses and Would You Rather podcast we, where we take questions submitted by you, the listener. We hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from G-Unit Lawton. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, who wants to know, drive-in movies versus drive-in diners. Go. Which is better, drive-in movies or drive-in diners? I think it's going to be easier to neck at drive-in movies. If you try to neck at a drive-in diner, people are going to be like, hey, here here are your fries. Oh, but you're already eating. Okay. No, but it's going to be more delicious at the drive-in diner. You're going to be like, oh, hey, girl, you got a little bit of barbecue sauce <laughs> on on your neck. Let's, let, me, let me take care of that. Let's, yeah, let's Kevin, I, I think you're discounting the amount of George Costanzas out there that would really like to incorporate <laughs> food into their love life. I I do yeah. I do love using milkshake in a good make a good milkshake in a good makeout sesh, like ooh. So like one milkshake, two straws type scenario. No, no, or just like you pour it all over yourself. Yeah, no, you pour the milkshake all over your head, and you're like, yeah. What just... if you're getting what if you're getting spaghetti and meatballs at the drive-in diner? And, <laughs> what uh, exactly. what diner are you ordering? A good old-fashioned drive-in Italian <laughs> diner. They you bring got... out a, a candelabra 
<laughs> and they give you a um, a checkered tablecloth. You get you get a, a racist Italian caricature of uh, a guy, and he's got his he's got his accordion. He's singing. You yeah, a... he just hops into the back seat and plays accordion. <laughs> and 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 you, uh, you you move a meatball over with your nose, and she takes it, and enjoys <laughs> it, and then you start sucking on that spaghetti. And uh, who knows where this spaghetti string is going to lead? And Ma- Mama De Stefano <laughs> could lead down her shirt. Ooh, Mama De Stefano uh, is uh, she's on roller skates and she's wheeling out your uh, your dish to you, so that's good. Well, they do have bottle service too. Like they're gonna be able to recommend a fine wine. <laughs> uh-huh. that's gonna, that's gonna have you guys nice. have you guys ever eaten at Sonic? Um, so like, far as so far as hedgehog, I know, they're dogs? the only currently operating uh, drive-in style restaurant. I think they're the only like chain. Yeah, certainly like, chain. They're, they're local places. I don't. I've never. I've never been. Have you like, guys heard the um, thing about Sonic ice cubes like being different from regular ice cubes? Oh yeah. And apparently, the people who are addicted to chewing ice, like the Sonic ice, is like the the cream of the crop. Apparently. Yeah. It. it why? No. It. It has crystal meth in it. Oh. That's why that's why in Breaking Bad Walter White was always like got to got to call Sonic. Yeah, got to call Sonic. Right. The, the spin-off series. And he was like <laughs> got to go fast. To Sonic. Got to go fast. That's that's why Walter White was in a Sonic commercial. And it got really yeah. dark, you know, it was the two guys and then one of them gets shot in the head. Um uh, do you think they're allowed to serve alcohol at drive-in diners, or does that like instantly become drinking and driving? No, I, no, I, I don't think. Can you drink? Will. Can you drink in a parked car? Is my question. Tyler, you can drink anywhere you have a flask, and by you I oh, mean. Oh yeah, that's a good point. By you I mean me. You can drink where you want to. You can leave your car behind. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. We'd prefer you to leave your car behind. Please don't drink and drive. Um, so drive-in movies, though, there is a long time-honored tradition of making out. Yeah, and of, um, of terrible sound, because you're basically listening to a telephone stuck into your car window. No, you th- that's how yours did. All, all of my drive-in experiences have been tune your radio to a channel, oh. and that's where the movie sound comes but from. The problem but then with... again, if your car has crappy speakers, you're kind of limited by that. Well, and the thing is, uh, your your car's crappy speakers, they're probably not going to be outputting uh, the movie audio. They're going to be outputting uh, some proto-Mars Volta, because you just realized you're at the drive-in. <laughs> yes, exactly. That music joke um... will be appreciated by four listeners. You know, I just I feel unsafe at a drive-in movie theater because I feel like every second I'm risking a mob-style car bomb going off in my car. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I have enemies. Okay. Yeah, the IRA. No, they're the only friends I have. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Tyler, Sorry. I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah. And, well, they they hate their own. And yeah. I'm a Republican and a one-man army. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. I'm a seven-nation army. <laughs> Kevin, um, uh, you live in New York and don't have a car. 
What is your take on these two options? You know, I will tell you straight up. I have never been to a drive-in movie theater. Oh, they're delightful. My makeout game has been fine. Well, you still have like movies in the park and stuff, right? They just like string up a sheet between trees or something. Yeah, and then I lay in the sheet and then we make out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, my drive-in uh in addition to pumping it through the car speakers, they did have a concession stand. So they didn't have, like, meal food, but they had plenty of pretzels and nachos. So at the drive-in movie, it's not exactly, it's not like you're not going to have any food. So that's an advantage. I feel like it's easier to go with friends to a drive-in eatery, though, and just be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to eat in the car, hit the road. Whereas if it's, like, you yeah, and a what bro if you have friends going to the drive-in to see a movie, it's going to be like, well, you know, when w- will we or won't we? Like your your hand keeps sneaking closer and closer to the gear shift, and you're like, "Ooh, maybe maybe we'll get to second gear today." Ooh. Oh yeah, um, go up I, some hills. But but we haven't addressed at the drive-in restaurant that you're always gonna have that one messy friend who's like, "Hey, can I have all the ketchup so I can smear it on your back seat?" Awesome. Cool. Oh, that is the worst. I. I really I get terrified when other people eat food in my car. And then including including Jordan because he gets like the messiest sheets hot dogs possible. <laughs> oh, That's come on. I've never eaten in your car. Cuz you can't cut yes, them off. You, you can't be yes. like You get terrified when other people are eating in their own cars. It's more like That's it. That's true, I do. I I probably have had you like eat before getting into the car at least once. You can't be like no, bro, like, I'm cutting you off. No more sweet, sweet relish for you. Like, then you're a jerk. Uh, I remember yeah. the last time Tyler and I went to Sheets together, I distinctly remember him grabbing literally, like, a hundred napkins and stuffing them in my glove compartment box. Yeah, man, in case he, you need them for later. He I was thought I would a need a hundred napkins when I'm a person who uses, like, napkins only when I am eating, like, wings or my hands are covered in something. Ooh, That's you know a Crumrine family secret. Just steal napkins everywhere you go so you always have <laughs> enough napkins. Actually, it's a Crumrine family secret that you steal insert product here. It's not napkins. It's toilet paper, light bulbs. Saltines. Uh, sh- uh, doors. Hotel shampoos. Uh, individual packet of jellies and honeys. Uh, um, plastic silverware. You, human yeah, beings. Yeah, utensil packs. Uh, unattended children. Uh, um, wet naps cars uh shopping carts um purses small um, pretty burritos. much anything you can get your hands on <laughs> that's why we all wrap our hands in um double-sided tape uh and call ourselves the sticky bandits the sticky bandits that's why you guys are always rapping so much you're like gonna it's take true. some products from this establishment <laughs> that's, our, that's our hip single that yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so a disadvantage of the drive-in though is that it's h- harder to find them anymore because like my drive-in in uh Latrobe growing up they put like as the area around it got more developed and they put in like a Walmart and like a Popeyes and all kinds of stuff there's so much light pollution now that it didn't even work anymore because even if it's nighttime if there are like buildings with like parking lots and lights and stuff around that's if it once it gets to a certain point you can't use a drive-in anymore whereas drive-in dineries like all you need is like a parking space and you know someone on roller skates to to pour scalding soup in your lap but you know that's a great point um 
scalding soup is terrible. No, um, if there's a drive-in near a highway or like near a road, you just got yourself a free movie, son. Because you can just drive up and down that road over and over again. And you're like, all right, Tom Cruise get is breaking into the building now. Sweet. Um, whereas with a drive-in restaurant, like, I guess you just wait to see if people, like, throw fries out their window. Like, you just drive up and down and, like, oh, caught a fry. Boom. Hello, free meal. Yeah. Uh, or you use your trained seagulls. We did set our radio station to the, uh, the drive-in station whenever we would drive past and, like, catch a... <laughs> You know, a minute of Shrek 3. <laughs> Guys, that's all you need of Shrek 3, by the way. You don't need any more of it. Did you get uh, Justin Timberlake in that one minute? Uh, no, I didn't even realize he was in that movie. What do you do? A dance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there a Shrek that's what he 4? did in a CGI movie. Justin Timberlake showed up as the only human character to do a dance. There was a Shrek No, four. I think Shrek 4 is... There was... Yep. There's another one coming. Maybe Shrek, it's Shrek Forever 5. After, advertised as Shrek: The Final Chapter. I guess it wasn't the final chapter. No, no. Um, yeah, it, it's it's actually a crossover between Final Destination and Shrek. All the characters are killed at the end. Which one is the subtitle? Shrekless Abandon. <laughs> Shrek it's is love. One. Shrek is it's, life. It's after Shrek. We'd like some more money, please. By the way, hey, check the, yourself before you Shrek yourself. The tagline for Shrek Forever After was, it ain't ogre till it's ogre. Uh-huh. When, when is the, the next Shrek movie just going to be called, hey, F you guys, come see this movie. <laughs> Shrek 5, F you. We know you'll see um, this. All right, we need to take a vote. Jordan, which you going to go with? Shrek. Wait, what were the options? <laughs> well, you can see Shrek at the... Uh, at the drive-in theater. Yeah, I'll do drive-in um, theaters. And unless it's I've a never, Shrek-themed drive-in restaurant. I've never uh, been to a drive-in theater, so that sounds cool. We'll do that. Kevin? I'm going to go to a drive-in restaurant because this has been my plan since, like, seventh grade. Is I'd like to go to a drive-in diner and, like, just take two, two folding chairs or, like, two lawn chairs <laughs> and two flashlights and then just turn them on and be like, please serve me. <laughs> we didn't even talk about roller skates in this segment. I feel like that I was me- a missed opportunity. I, oh, you don't no, get I, any. I mentioned, I mentioned an old Italian woman bringing out your Italian food on roller skates. Oh, uh, okay. Which is going to be pretty hot. The yeah. food and the water. Yeah, because like, it's like, ooh, like she's had three husbands. Yeah, but she's also she's a Black Widow, spider. and not and yeah, no, not because she's divorced them, because they're all dead. <laughs> all right, and I'm going to go with uh, drive-in movie theater because they're really they're genuinely enjoyable, uh, and also like I am terrified of getting any food in my car at any time. So can, thank can you so much for the question. You're terrified of getting anything anywhere ever. Yeah, I think that's more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much for your question, G-Unit. And next time you have to choose between a drive-in movie or a drive-in diner, go ahead with that drive-in movie. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Corden Sullivan. Thank you so much, Corden, who wants to know, Snorks versus Fraggles. Go. Oh, wow, that's a good question. Snorks versus Fraggles. Now, are you both familiar with both of these creatures? I, I'm not. i got to look up Snorks real quick. Uh, I would love to come along snorks? with the Snorks. Snorks oh, are underwater Smurfs. Rick. 
These things. No. Do you the snorks? No. Yeah, this I love part the underwater of... Smurfs. I actually watched more snorks growing up than I did Smurfs. This is when, like, this is the part of Hanna-Barbera's life cycle when they were just like, kids are going to watch anything. Put a friggin', yeah. put a friggin' jazz shark on TV. They'll watch well, we it. Did. Oh, Jabberjaw was great. Put, put an ape on there that all he says is his name. And his name happens to be Grape Ape. Yeah, he was a proto-Pokemon. He was uh, a Pokemon. I would like to recite the names of the main the main storks. The main character was named All Star Seaworthy. Uh, he was joined by his buddy uh, Demetrius Dimmy Finster, uh, Casey Kelp, Daphne Gilfin, uh, Wellington Wetworth Jr., uh, Tudor Shelby, Corky, and uh, Aki. Aki's the pet octopus. Uh, there's a couple other minor oh. snorks. All right, everyone uh, read along as Jordan goes through like the Wikipedia Like Jojo Fengi uh, mm-hmm. and Dr. Yep, Will- Gallio Seaworthy. Mm-hmm. Willie Wetworth. Governor Wellington Wetworth. Uh, Small Star Seaworthy. Marina. The Council Matilda of Elders. Of the hit movie Matilda. Uh-huh. Um, Snip- Big Snip and of, Snap. Um, of uh, Snoop Dogg fame. That was from the extra special episode. Dr. Strange Snork Seaworthy. <laughs> Michael Bell basically voiced this entire show. <laughs> yeah. The great um, snork, nork. Snorks. What were their? What were their little? So, for anyone who hasn't looked up a picture of a snork or remember this show, they are like little multicolored. They kind of look like Martians. They don't have noses. They have really big eyes, and they have like a single like scuba tube on top of their head that I think is used as like jet propulsion. Yeah. Like I think it gets them around. I I feel like maybe they drink stuff through it too. It's it's also their sexual know. organ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just um, they do reproduce asexually, right. though. They j- it breaks off and <laughs> it grows into a new snork. Yeah, a little snork just breaks off of their head and forms itself into a, a regular snork. There's, yeah, it's budding. There's it's very, also it's, some it's, it's enemies normal to the, the snorks sea. called the snork eaters and some type of Pisces yeah. ex machina uh, <laughs> called the snork eater eater. What was the other option in this thing? Fraggles. Fraggles. Like coming on down to Fraggle Rock. Come on down to play. Clap, clap, down to Fraggle Rock. Come on down to Awesome Town. No, Um. Fraggles are just homeless Muppets. It's like, hey. Yeah, that's true. You know all the Muppets that couldn't make it on the Muppet Show? Yeah, they live in Fraggle Rock. They live... In the they've, deep they've depths been of the exiled earth. to caves. Yeah, yeah. But hold deep on. Beneath the because, ground. because Emperor Emperor Muppet decided that he was going to persecute all the Fraggles, and he was like, "Now they have to live in caves." All due and respect. They, the to giant the snorks. that lives outside and, of the cave and is actually their producer, who try, keeps trying to get them canceled. In order to identify if you're a Fraggle or not, you have to make half of a of a drawing of Jim Henson in the sand, and then the other person will make another half, the other half, and then they'll complete it. Uh. With all it's called the Jim Henson the, Ichthus. With all due respect to the Snorks, the Fraggles have at least appeared in a piece of pop culture within the past year. They were in uh, Frozen. Is that right? Wait, what? Really? Yeah, pretty much. Hey, was that was that around the time that Frozen was beating The Wind Rises for no freaking reason? Except that nobody in America cares about 2D animation anymore? Now, to be fair... Uh, 2D fair. 2D, 2D fruity, uh, there's smoking in the wind rises. 
And they're not right? even. Oh yeah. They're not even going to let John Constantine uh, smoke in the new uh, NBC TV version of Constantine. So. Well, all all I'm saying is like the the category for best animated film doesn't mean like the category isn't best children's film it's animated film but like in in America everybody's like oh well, well that was a fun movie that I saw with my kids yeah Let's give it a but they Academy gave Hayao Miyazaki his one Oscar and they were like well we can go back no, to they, American stuff no they didn't he never got an Oscar he got nominated no he Spirited Away won I don't think so yeah it did it won Best Animated Picture. Well, you guys look that up. Uh, I'm going to make some points relevant to this question. All right, good. Um, so Fraggles, uh, they are pretty, like, dirty homeless bums. They, they have giants living outside their home that they're constantly trying to murder them. I'm not sure if they're trying to eat them or not. I think they're just trying to kill them because they are the equivalent of, of moles. They're, like, they're, they're rodents. They're pests. And also, like, they're kind of jerks. Like, they go and they find those little green dudes who make, like, structures out of crystals, and they, they eat their homes. Like, they eat them ho- out of house and home, because evidently they subscribe to a hobo lifestyle where, you know, uh, making camp in any one place for more than a day is a cardinal sin. Can I just read you the films that Spirited Away was up against? <laughs> yeah. Which it won... I'm just saying, if it had not won, that would have been a crime. Like but a it did. But go Ice Age. Yep. Lilo and Stitch. Uh-huh. Oh, that was good though. Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. That's almost spirited away. Mm-hmm. And Treasure Planet. I hear Treasure, I like Treasure Planet, Planet was actually pretty dark. It good. was garbage. Let me just say. No, it's totally an underrated. Uh, I don't. Whatever. It's no Muppet Treasure Island, but it's a good reading of uh, the the Treasure Island archetype. I enjoyed it a lot. I disagree. Anyway, all I'm saying is if if Spirit Away hadn't won, there would have been rioting in the streets of Little Tokyo. So I feel like if these two tribes warred against each other, you'd have the Smurfs coming to the Snork's defense. And then you'd have the gummy bears allying themselves with the fraggles. Gummy bears. Yeah, probably. Does that, does that seem accurate? And they do have to you the guys? secret of gummy berry juice. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, Snorks. I feel like if they go up in a fight against the fraggle, like it's it's just going to be a matter of can the fraggles get them out of the water long enough for them to to suffocate. Um, because they're not used to like. Well, we can make this like a breathing. neutral ground. What if we have or like, they a cave like, with an underground? I feel like springs. it would take five of them to drag a fraggle underground and drown it, or well, underwater and drown I, it. I mean, but here's the thing, uh, snorks or what are their names? Snorks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, snorks. They can enlist the help of Aquaman, King of the Sea, because he has oh, to. Yeah. He has to help them by contract. Um, yeah, he's their constituent. Yeah, or they're his constituent. Yeah, they voted him they're in as the, the superhero from the sea uh, for the yeah. Justice League. Uh, wh- yeah, what, Namor's still upset. What is the? What are the Fraggles going to say? Like, hey, Batman, you kind of have a Batcave. Maybe you could come help us out. And he's going to be like, swear on me. Uh, also, I'm no, not going to help. Are they you. like rock people? Oh, you I think the thing see. is going to help them? Yeah, the thing. That's how I'm going. At. Or maybe that giant rock thing from Neverending Story. That would uh, be cool. Or how about I mean, Solomon Grundy? <laughs> yeah, so, he was born on a Monday. Yep, uh-huh. The the most identifiable villain from Batman. I think he's just DC uh, in general. 
Oh, is he? I, at yeah. a certain point, those Batman villains just went off the rails. And like, hey, I, I really enjoyed reading Alice in Wonderland. Can we, like, make a Batman villain off of that? Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. Uh, Calendar Man, dude. <laughs> Calendar Man. Yeah, Calendar Man is pretty lame. What the frick? I don't even know about Calendar Man. Look up Calendar Man, Kevin. Here we go. All right. It's pretty great. He sounds like a Mega Man villain. Um, I don't know. Being a snork would be pretty lame. Um, I feel like they're the equivalent of Krill as far as uh, cartoon characters go. Like, their life is of no consequence, and they probably die off in droves. Oh, see, that's Whereas interesting Fraggles, you mentioned that, you Tyler, because like, that's also a description of Krillin from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why. that's how he got his name. They're all named after food. Kevin, you were researching something. Do you have any actual points before we close this one? Calendar Man is fascinated by dates and calendars. Even his real name is a play on the Julian and Gregorian calendars. I don't think I don't think it's so much a play on it as it just is those things. His name is Julian Gregory Day. Like that's that just is those things. It's not a play on them. I'd be like, oh, I'm I'm making a play on Batman because I said the word Batman. <laughs> All right. We need to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with Fraggles because they seem like they have more fun, even though they're kind of dicks. And also, I feel like my life expectancy would be slightly better than being a a little freakish underwater alien. Kevin? Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with snorks because at least the snorks don't like get together and sing. Like no, I don't want do. I don't want a friggin' cave dweller to like to get together. No, and, like, even sing worse. To they get together and they toot little songs out of their horns. Well, that's like that's like old Greg like capturing me in a cave and singing to me. Like I don't want that. Just drown me and <laughs> kill me. Jordan. Um go with the snorks because I find their theme song less annoying. <laughs> Alright, so thank you so much for your question, Corden. And next time you have to choose between snorks or fraggles, go ahead with those snorks. You're gonna be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from uh, Jam and Richard who actually uh, worked with me at a summer camp a long time ago and uh, just started listening to the show and sent in a question. He wants to know, having pigs on your knees versus ducks on your fists. Go. Oh boy. So I'm pretty sure this is an Adventure Time reference, uh, the episode Boom Boom Mountain, when there were violent Vikings, and to make them less violent, they strapped barnyard animals to them so that they weren't actually hurting anyone. They were just kind of using them as punching, uh, like, uh, what's the word for those things you put on your hands? Gloves. Punching using bags. them as punching gloves. So you can either have pigs tied to your knees at all times or ducks tied to your fists at all times. Here's the problem with ducks. Most of duck sex is rape. So anything you touch with those duck hands, people are going to accuse you of rape. So. Well, no, you just got to make sure you have um, female ducks. That's what's what's the name for a female duck? Mallard is uh, a guy duck, right? Uh, no, mallard or is that just, just a kind in of general. Duck? Um, duck, uh, duck, duckless, duck, duck wife, <laughs> duckina. Um, a male duck is called a drake, and a female duck is called a duck. 
Well, that changes <laughs> a lot of fantasy novels, I've oh, read. shoot. If any time they're talking about drakes, they're just talking about male ducks. Oh, it's a phase drake. Oh, it's not the artist drake. <laughs> no, it's just... Uncharted. Well, the artist drake male, is a male, male duck. duck's fortune. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that. Uh, so if you're punching with these ducks, uh, are you going to have, like, a quack attack? <laughs> yes. Whereas um, if you got pigs on your knees, it's an uh, oink, oink, uh, oink. There you go. It's an oink, oink, oink. It's an oink, oink. Is there is there a chance that having... these ducks on your arms could potentially be Darkwing Duck, and then you have a bunch of gadgets available to you, or Scrooge McDuck, and then you can uh, swim through a pile of coins? He is the one who flaps in the night. Uh, no, you have Darkwing on one hand and Scrooge on the other. Oh, like a so prison you tattoo? Got a, you got, yeah, you got a crime fighter on one, and you got a uh, Uncle Moneybags on the other. You know, one to do your dirty work and one to pay for it. <laughs> um, ducks on your fists. I feel like they're gonna make a lot of noise. I feel like ducks are a lot louder than pigs. Like they're just gonna be quacking all of the time. Yeah, but uh, pigs. Pigs, though, are going to, they're, they're bigger. They're going to get more in the way. They're going to be pretty cumbersome. Although, maybe if you, like, just kind of kneel on their backs, you're going to ride them around. No, good luck wearing pants, guy. Hey, I have to shop at the extra big and tall now because my pants have to accommodate. What, you're going to put them pigs. inside your pants? I think, I think you can strap them over your pants. I don't think so. That's not what the question <laughs> says. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because otherwise, like, how would you sleep? Because you can't take them off. So, yeah, I guess putting them under your peg, your pants would be good. Oh, but then they'd probably go to the bathroom, and it would, like, all collect <laughs> at the mm-hmm. bottom of your pants. Yep, legs. hope you have a like, catheter you'd be walking around just every legs. once in a while, kind of kind of shake a pig duty out. Although... I'm worried, I'm worried about the one of these pigs strapped to your legs is going to be, like, Napoleon from Animal Farm. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to try and, like, murder me in my sleep. Yeah. Well, pigs also are notorious for eating every human that they get a chance to. That's why mafia members throw bodies to them. Feed them to the pigs. pigs. Pigs just really love the taste. I can't think fresh. of any bricktop. They're like the Oruk. Right now, but that's a failure on my part. If you got the pigs, you got at least one spider who's a friend. So if you don't have any friends, you're going to be guaranteed a friend with those pigs. But you also get that rat. Yeah. Whatever that rat stick um, was. Ratty. Oh, Rat-a-gan. scabbers. Yeah, scabbers. Peter Pettigrew. Um, ducks on your fists, uh, you can, like, lie face down in a lake and they'll kind of pull you around. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you'll never drown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you have, like, instant flotation devices. Could so you if potentially you- Fly with the duck fists. I don't know. They'd have to be pretty strong ducks. What if Although these it wouldn't are like stop you ducks. from jumping off of increasingly uh, what if tall these, things to what see if, if these they are horse-sized ducks attached to your fists? Then you're just going to be dragged around. You're going to have gravel and shards of glass all through your body as they tow you through the streets. Pigs, you could have a bit of a food source. Like, just shave a little bacon off when they're not paying attention, and it just grows back. Yeah, but you could do the same with ducks. You get yourself some delicious foie gras. You force-feed that duck with a pipe in its throat, and then you're like, hey, can I borrow your liver for a while so I can eat it? 
And yeah, you just you keep getting liver transplants for your duck. Right. <laughs> as you, hey, at least you'll as have you delicious, eat the bloated one. Food. Have hey, you I, had foie gras? Like, I had it the other day, and it was not pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not a big it's fan. It's not all that it's, good. It's, it's kind of gross. It's so fat. It's kind of gross, Ugh. and also just knowing the process by which it was created kind of kind it's, of kills the it's whole It's kind of like uh, a meat version of peanut butter. <laughs> but... But Which sounds same, delicious. By the same token, <laughs> but, every day you are going to have to give those pigs on your knees some some slop time where they just wallow around and slop. Although that would be pretty easy if they're in your pants. You just kind of pull your belt forward and you're like, hey, boys, and pour a whole bunch of mud down your pants. Yeah, that's really easy, Tyler. That's super easy yeah, but to it's live with really mud it's in your be pants. real good for your skin, Kevin. Oh, shoot. Yeah. If you are a hunter, your, your knee skin call. is going to be so soft and supple. If you're a hunter, instant duck call. Like you just like have those guys hanging around with the pigs. You mean their friends, and then their friends to come to hang out, and you just shoot them up. If you're a hunter, you though, and other hunters come by, instant target. <laughs> oh, <practice>. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, that stupid dog from Duck Hunt's always going to be trying to eat your hands. Is that what happened? That's true. Is that what happened when Dick Cheney shot that guy? <sighs> yeah, he instantly grew ducks on his hands. Well, that's why Dick Cheney <laughs> shot at him because he had a quail. On were him. they, were they duck hunting or quail or they turkey quail or? Hunting. I think no, no, no. They were they were hunting for Carl Rove. It would have been funnier. I feel if, like if Dan Quayle was there. <laughs> What's he? I think up we to? all know they were actually hunting the most dangerous. What's the game. DQ up to? Oh shoot! Is Dairy Queen Dairy named Queen? after Dan Quayle? Probably, yeah. No, it's named after Dairy Queen. <laughs> Who is Dan Quayle? Yeah, he's the queen of all dairy. All right, let's see. Oh, that's a good drag name, Dairy Queen. Uh oh! On January thirty first, two thousand eleven, Dan Quayle wrote a letter to President Obama urging Obama to finally commute Jonathan Pollard's sentence. Oh, I thought urging Obama to finally shoot him in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> Please end me, Pre- <laughs> Mr. President. End my suffering. Thanks, I've Obama. Had I've had enough. Also, uh, as we record this. Uh, the United States earlier today lost to Belgium in the World Cup. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. At least we get waffles now, though. That's true. They were going to Obama, yeah, yeah, why were you not out there on the pitch representing America? I thought that's why we elected you as president, because you had better soccer skills than either John McCain or uh, Mitt Romney. What if the president of the United States was forced to compete in all national sports tournaments like the olympics he had to pick an event uh he had to play on the world cup soccer team well you know um, you know barry o would be excellent at basketball uh but we don't really need any help there uh it would have been to our advantage to get a president who could like play hockey or soccer did you guys know that dan quayle married marilyn tucker in 1972 I don't even know who Dan Quayle is. He was Wow, Tyler was, is young. Young Tyler what? is young. Yeah, he was he was the VP. Hey, I'm under, turning twenty five. He was the vice Saturday. president when you were born. When H W was prez. Oh when you, when, when old W. Mm-hmm. Instead of young dubs. Herbert W. Bush. His his full name is James Danforth Quayle. 
Yeah. That's awesome. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you going to go with? I'm Pigs going, on your knees, ducks on your fists. I'm going with uh, ducks on my fists because I think Dan Quayle and I could really have a delicious dinner together with those roasted ducks. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with ducks on my fists because duck fist sounds like a good superhero name. And I'm going to go with ducks on my fists because duck fist sounds like an equally good metal band name. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Jammin. And next time you have to choose between ducks on your fists and pigs on your knees, go ahead with ducks on your fists. You're going to be glad you did. And our last question comes to us from Murph Murphy, who wants to know, friend of the show and uh, host of the Dork Knight podcast, who would you rather be roommates with? The SWAT cats or Battletoads? Oh, man. Yeah. This is like a no-brainer for me. SWAT cats, other than uh, the Fox Amazing Spider-Man TV sh- show, SWAT cats was my number one jam growing up. I love that show. I have rewatched it like a couple years ago, and it's still awesome. I would contend that it has the best opening theme song of any '90s uh, cartoon show. It was so good. I'm gonna. But go do you to know? It right now. Do you know the full title though? SWAT cats, the Radical Squadron. Absolutely correct. I didn't even need to look that up, dude. Wow. Whoa, I didn't realize that they were also a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah, yeah they were the height. They, were, they like... were the peak. Everything after that was terrible. And I... their names you were You mean everything Razor before that was good? Here's the problem, though. If you're living with the SWAT cats, like, I don't care if they fly around a Thunderbird in their free time or whatever and fight lizard dogs or something. Uh, they're still essentially you're gonna be like living with furries, like they're gonna they're gonna be big dudes, uh, covered in hair. They're gonna be shedding in your apartment all the time. That's gonna be awful. They're gonna be constantly like drinking all the milk, uh, and they're probably gonna have you know litter boxes just kind of hanging out in the living room. That's gonna be disgusting. Even if it's in the bathroom, you know you're you're going to be confronted by it every time you go in because you're sharing a living space. Yeah, but. At least the battle, at least the SWAT cats wear clothes. The battle toads are just hanging around in just a belt. They're like, hey, is it, is it cool if I walk around naked here with my giant pecs? No. Oh, okay, cool. Let me just let me just kill a bunch of flies. Kevin. Um. Kevin, I now realize what? why I love the Dynasty Warrior soundtrack, and it's because it's the same electric guitar solos nonstop as SWAT cats. <laughs> Theme song. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, what did? What what, was, wait, hold on. What I did never Swat played Cats the Battle Toads. Oh, Battle Toads. That game's that game's really hard. Screw the Battle Toads. I don't like hard <laughs> video games. Now they're just like they're just the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, only less cool and more rude, right? They're rude dudes with attitude. Well, they also. They have to be. They have to become tadpoles before they. They're wake crude, up. rude dudes with tube. Oh, uh, they. One real awful thing about them is they came out in that period of the '90s when like everyone was like, "Gross out is the best." Yeah. Yeah. Their, their names, names were are like zits rash, and zits, and pimple. Yeah, that's it. And it was all like it was the same time as like the garbage pail kids and like, like toe jam and Earl. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like any of that. Yeah, it was you gross. Know. I mean, that's... Cleanly Tyler was coming out young. Hey, why, why, why don't we all bathe regularly? That's you, Tyler. They yeah, actually did make a TV show out of Battletoads. 
Oh, yeah, totally. It was a Canadian. I feel like anything that existed in the 90s had a TV show for at least a little while. It was set in Oxnard, California. Well, here's the thing about Battletoads. Their nemesis was the Dark Queen. Oh, oh, that sounds not so bad. Oh, she no. Had her coming around. No, I'm saying this is pitting amphibians against females, which is gender and humans, gender racist. But also, like, I don't know if we want to talk about the the, the value of life, but uh, I'm going to consider a a pure blooded human uh, to be of more value than some type of frog uh human hybrid uh demon that's true uh, although battletoads was made by rare ltd may, they may their good games rest in peace hey at least at least the uh the swat cats were humble mechanics by day oh yeah battletoads are just toads all the time right well sometimes SWAT cats, at the very least will be able to like fix your car for you even right. if they are you know, constantly scratching your. Can sofa. we can we talk about the problems with SWAT cats though? That that they fly fighter jets and and SWAT teams do not do that. They ride around in. Well, have you guys seen pictures of the Dark Queen? Yeah, yeah she's, she's pretty hot. She is one saucy mama. She's pretty smoking. I am totally Baltas. I'm totally against. It. I don't know what this Dark Queen is up to, but she can't be wrong. Look how look how pretty those eyes are. Yeah, the exactly. eyes. That's yep. how the, the mm-hmm. world the works. Um, SWAT cats. Uh, also, I don't. I never understood why the one was named T Bone. Like, isn't that a dog thing? Like, dogs dig T bones. Yeah, I've dogs. never seen a cat like get crazy over a steak. Wait, cats? that was SWAT cats deal. Cats like steak. Yeah, SWAT cats. Their names are like uh, Bebop and T Bone. Oh my gosh. I'm watching this no, opening it's... that Jordan posted. This is like classic '90s cartoon. It was just know, a bunch of explosions, so just like explosions and dinosaurs. It it's like it's like it's like epilepsy. Just like, hey, are uh, hey kids, do you have epilepsy? You got Screw the music you. going too, though, Kevin, because the music is yeah. the best part. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Whoa! I did not r- remember a dinosaur coming out of a time rift and attacking a yeah, city no, of cats. Yeah, that was an episode. It does look pretty cool. It was um, pretty cool. Battletoads. Dude, the, the cool thing about SWAT cats is... is they had their own Batman gear on foot and that kind of stuff. But the jet was awesome. The jet had every single. The jet was one of those. I have a missile. It was similar to Hawkeye in the Avengers, how he has an arrow for every single problem. Uh, it had a missile for every single problem that could possibly dev- be devised. And that's what made it sweet. Uh, I don't know. I feel like SWAT Cats, though, is just kind of an uptight tailspin. It's a awesome tailspin, though. Like, mm, it's. I'd much rather just hang out with Baloo and it's, deliver packages. Hold on. Than... You would now, but when you're a, a less than 10-year-old child, you want, like, cool things. You don't care about the, the Uncle Bear who probably can grab you a few beers and... Uh, going to drunk. <laughs> Everyone knows mission. that Baloo was buying beer from Baloo. Was clearly an alcoholic, and the police were always like, "Oh, Baloo, always trying to get kids drunk." And he just shrugs and says, "Just the bare necessities." Although uh, a SWAT cat's uh, tailspin crossover would be pretty sweet. Uh, I had a point to make. Uh, SWAT cats versus Battletoads. 
Oh, uh, it was actually on the SWAT Cats intro. Do you know who did the guitar solo for the first Power Rangers movie? Buckethead. Uh, for the music. Yeah, it was Buckethead. Wait, was it really? It really was. Holy it God. 100% I was. was. Just kidding. I was like, oh no, Kevin knows my <laughs> trivia. It was Buckethead. That was one of his first gigs that doing is... the guitar for Power Rangers. Awesome. Oh, I found a fan fiction for uh, oh. SWAT Cats and Tailspin crossovers. There's oh, a no. Of is, them. is it a Oh, lem- man. Well, we're going to have to post all of those is on it... the Facebook page. Jordan, is uh, it a sexy fanfic? Because I don't think I don't think that the world. There is a. That. Hold on, it's rated K. You've got to arrange the list. It is rated K plus. I assume that means it's for kids. Uh, it is entitled uh, "Trials of Motherhood." It is six parts. <laughs> Trials <laughs> of Motherhood? What? Uh, yeah. Yep. Good. It's probably uh, who's got the girl cat in it. What was her name? I'm really curious now. In total, it's probably let's see, two, four, thirteen. Longer than Game of Thrones. Uh, Sixteen, eighteen, over twenty thousand words. I don't know how many pages that translates to. It's like five hundred words in a page. Yeah, I'll I'll hook you up, Tyler. He'll probably read it later. (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. What else am I gonna do? Um. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what you going with? Uh, SWAT Cats. I already told you, it's like my favorite thing. Also, the Battletoads, non-humans against the hot Dark Queen. Please, I'll take SWAT Cats. They're probably fighting for the Dark Queen. Kevin? You know, I'm going to go with Battlecats, or uh, SWAT Cats, rather. Battlecats! SWAT Toads. (laughs) SWAT Toads. I'm going to go with SWAT Cats because Battletoads, I think... Uh, set forth unrealistic beauty standards for impressionable young toads. Right. Those giant pecs, no one can no one can equal that unless you're spending 20 hours in a gym every day. Or performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, or peds. Um, Speaking of which, uh, can, we get, can we get some more peds up in here? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I am going to go ahead and go with SWAT Are those podcast-enhancing well. drugs, Kevin? Exactly. We need those real bad. Because SWAT Cats is pretty cool, and yeah, the Battletoads just seem like completely inhospitable. Uh, also, looking at this Trials of Motherhood fanfiction series, it looks like Sher Khan maybe is like the father of one of the SWAT Cats or something. I don't know. This is this is twists upon twists. It's. Yeah, we covered a lot of cartoons in this episode. <laughs> I know this is a very cartoony episode. Well, it is a it is a very American episode as well. Um, so thank you for. Oh yeah, so uh, who asked this question? Let me see here. Uh, oh, Murph. Murph, Murph Murphy. So next time you have to choose between the SWAT cats or Battle Toads, go ahead with those SWAT cats. You're gonna be glad you did. Jordan, where did you rewatch it? Was it like, is it on Netflix or something, or did you just? Find uh, I think it I downloaded it. It's probably on YouTube. To yeah, be honest. I think you can probably find it on YouTube. So go watch some SWAT cats. Uh, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. If you want to shoot us a question via email. You can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs. No period, maybe. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. 
you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. Uh, we have a page there where we're going to be posting some SWAT cat stuff. Uh, we also share just funny videos and things that we find, and we chat with folks and remind them when we're going to be recording so they can get uh, questions in on time. We can also be contacted via Twitter at Ninjas versus Podcast or using the MVP hashtag to be eligible for the Tweet of the Week. Jordan, do we have a Tweet of the Week? Uh, yeah. Uh, none, none from any of our regular listeners, I can tell. Um, but we got a tweet from uh, Rin Ellery. Uh, he's, uh, he or she is at literally MFEO. And they say, Papa, Belgium, is so wie Kaugummi in Augen Hawk. Nicht? Nicht gut. Kinschulit in den Kopf. You want to run that through a translator and get back to us? Uh, yeah, I should actually do that. Let me, oh, I can right-click that and click translate into English, and that does the thing. Uh, Dad. Uh, it's just untranslated. Why you do why you do this? Belgium is such as Kagumium, which is some type of thing. And then child draws eyebrow. Not not good. Child shakes head silently. Hashtag MVP. It's clearly some type of commentary on uh on the United Sports States. Sports ball? Yeah. Kevin, do we have a follower of the week? Uh, we are now following the Arkansas Department of Education. That's at Arkansas Ed. One of their recent tweets was, Congratulations to Sheila Hart for receiving the School Bus Champion Award from the American School Bus Council. She did jump all of those school buses on her motorcycle. It's pretty, <laughs> so they it's said, pretty impressive. This woman needs an award. Um, thank you to everyone who came out to the, uh, the live sh- What? Show? No, nope. not the live show. Nope. Thank you to everyone who came out to, uh, the plays and verse reading. Thank you to everyone who came exchange. out to the surprise live show that we didn't, we didn't announce. <laughs> yeah, that hey. we, the three of us did together. Thanks everybody for uh, coming out to the live show last year. Just want to thank you again. It's, yeah, been, it's a know, little late. It was uh, a lot of fun. I want to thank our street team. Uh, why don't we have a street team yet? <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, the sole member of our street team. I think he put up like one poster on the pit campus or something. Um, the Anyway, thanks to folks who uh, came out to the reading that I did for my press, uh, Plays in Verse. It was a ton of fun. Uh, and there will be more of those in the future. And also a reminder to check out uh, Stephen Horst and the Stairwells, uh, debut AP, AP, EP, Kickstarter. They're real close. They've got, like, a couple days to go. When you hear this, it's probably going to be in the final stretch. It's probably going to be one week to go. Uh, currently, they're at $5,455, aiming for nine, and it's pretty worth it. Like, scroll down, listen to some of the tracks. Stevie is Stevie's great. Stevie Nicks. New EP from Stevie Nicks. Go. Check it out. Fund it. <laughs> um... Oh, thank you to Animal Tropical for our intro song, 20 Miles, Sparrows and Crows for our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus SWAT cats. Go.
Uh, SWAT cats. They're the radical SWAT. <laughs> and if three ninjas and surf ninjas taught us anything, it's that ninjas are no match for radical moves. <laughs> Kevin? Ninjas. Ninjas don't need no badge. And um, I am also going to go ahead with ninjas because those SWAT cats are going to be like mid-fight and have to caught, uh, cough up a hairball. And unless those ninjas uh, throw up inside their little masks out of the the sheer disgusting um, nature of it all, then they're probably just going to be able to cut their heads off. Because, I mean, they're cats. Come on. <laughs> oh, wait, but cats have nine lives. Well, ninjas are cooler. So thank you for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I am Kevin. And until next time... Play pachinko. What? How do you put? What is pachinko? Pachinko is like a great. That, uh, it's it's like the Price is Right here. Like, like it's like it is similar. It's similar. To Gonna like, have a summer party. It's like Asian. It's, it's an Asian what is wrong with Tyler? What did you watch earlier? Um. We're gonna bounce. Yeah, didn't you watch terrible five. game shows? Yeah, but they're boring. Did. That's what was great about Price is Right. Back in the Bob Barker days, because I refuse to uh, from all the fun and That's one of the game show in the morning. That's good. Let the game um, scratch up a Game Show Network was a great thing. We'll yeah, I mean, we're talking about prices, right? right. That's right. It's Chip-a-dip-choo. Chip-chop-choop-a-dip-bop.